1: Big Sean, Karen, you guys celebrating Black History Month?
0: Celebrating with you guys, as always, as this year.
2: I celebrate Black History Month every day, man. I'm with with you. you. I don't know about you, but it's an everyday thing for me, bro. All right,
1: perfect. I agree with that. But so today's show, let let me give you a little intro, people. The U.S. is home to roughly 2.5 million Black-owned businesses, according to the Census Bureau. Although the vast majority are sole proprietorships or small scale affairs, an increasing number have regional reach and national ambitions. Sean?
2: Today, we're recognized top black businesses and giving you our favorites that you can support right after you listen to our episode. Yeah, we're an action plan oriented podcast for those that mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. So we want to, you know, we always try to spice things up and we're going to make things actionable. So you have no excuse not to support black businesses for Black History Month and all the time. We aren't including, we're not including the high-profile celebrity entrepreneurs like the Oprahs and the Rihannas or there are many successful black businesses who have self-service to other corporations like Worldwide Technologies, David Stewart. They got. The, they get their shine all the time. And we want to make sure that the black-owned businesses that, you know, that that nobody heard about, sometimes or may not be heard about, that are kind of under the radar, we wanted to give them some love and uh, kind of highlight them. Isn't that true, Karen?
0: That's Completely true. And a little maybe surprise black business at the end of this episode, (laughs) maybe having to do with the black on this podcast. I really don't know. But in thinking about this episode, I read a couple interesting facts about black owned businesses, specifically in the US. So the highest ratio, not number, but ratio of black owned businesses is in DC, where 28% of all the businesses there are owned by African-Americans. But the state of New York. Oh, wow,
2: that's crazy. I didn't even know that.
0: I didn't know that either. Miss mean, it's a lot, you know, almost a third. The state of New York has the most black owned businesses at 204,093, which accounts for 10.6 of the businesses of the state. So,
2: so Matt, so- if we left, there'd be 2,491. I mean, like, <laughs> Listen, bro, we make up two of that, bro. Two of that. You were talking to two black business owners right here in the, his
0: house.
1: Hilarious. True. <laughs> very true.
0: I am. Te- technically, I'm a black guy, so I don't. I fall somewhere on the spectrum. Probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> I count for one of them. Also, yeah. facts. <laughs> um, second of number of black-owned businesses is the state of Georgia. Third is Florida, and fourth is Texas. Um, also, of the two million black businesses in the U.S., only about 107,000 have actual employees, and they employ more than 920,000 people with a total annual payroll of about 23.9 billion with a B dollars. It's a lot of billions. That's a lot.
2: We hiring. We hiring.
0: Hiring, hiring. Could yeah. maybe could hire more. I don't know. I'm gonna kind of leave my two cents out of that. Lastly, 19% of all employer-based businesses were female led, but 36.1 of all Black owned businesses were headed by women. So way more black owned businesses are headed by women than all other businesses. It's the highest share of businesses within uh, that are owned by women within any racial or ethnic group.
1: That's awesome. That's a great stat. ladies. I love
2: that. Love that.
1: Well, I I just wanted to add, look, we support, you know, businesses from all groups and, and this is Black History Month. So we're putting a special emphasis, but there's also an added reason with this COVID pandemic that we're we're experiencing the nearly half of all black businesses, black small businesses were wiped out last year. So the, the the numbers like from February to April of last year, 22% of all small black businesses went out of business. So it's, we just wanna encourage you if you got any black business owners in your circle or do some research, we're gonna give you some research so you can support and help these black businesses who are doing some amazing work. But you want to keep, you know, we can we can support Amazon all we want, but Bezos has made all the money in the world Let's support some businesses that are doing great things that need the support. So, Sean, why don't you kick us off as we count down some of these businesses that we want to shine a light on some of these black businesses. Kick it off, Sean.
2: Yeah. And just echo what Matt was saying. You know, this show is, is, as we say in the hood, is a re-up. You know, we're down twenty-two percent, but we want to get up to now. We want to get up to fifty percent now. We wanna get those numbers back up. And so hopefully this show will help encourage those things that Matt mentioned because we are we are twenty-two percent down and we need to get the numbers back up. So you listening to this show and then taking the time, really making the effort to um to support, if not this, some of the show, some of the business that we mentioned today or some that you may know of, is what this show is all about. And we're choosing businesses that we feel are within your reach. All right. So I'm gonna set it off, Matt. And one of them, um, you know, I'm a finance guy, investing guy. One of them I like is Advent Capital Man- Management. It's founded by Mr. Tracy Maitland in 1995. This $9 billion investment firm, that's with a B, Matt, that's is big. an expert in defense, in defensive investment strategies involving convertible bonds designed to protect against downsides while capturing most of the stock market gains. The firm's $500 million publicly traded closed-end fund Advent Convertible and Income is the easiest for public investors to access with no investment minimums, but it carries the most risk due to a leveraged structure. Principally owned by Maitland, whose surgeon father once operated on Dr. Martin Luther King. Wow. Fifty five percent of Advent staffs are women and minorities. Sean,
1: I got a question for, for the for the people less financially uh, aware as you. What, what would I go to, to Advent for, for,
2: for in, in, in common folk language? But what he's doing, he's more getting involved in the bond trade and it's more of he more manages downside the downside risk. It's like a hedge. So like if you're going aggressive into stock market and stocks, this is where you go to them, like, okay, we're gonna kind of reduce the risk, give you a more conservative rate of return, and uh kind of balance out your portfolio. All
1: right. Well please. And women
2: are doing it with him.
1: All right. No, I, I love hearing about that, Sean. And and since you brought up the ladies, let's go to the next business we want to highlight. It's called Beauty Bakery, <laughs> founded by Cashmere Nicole carrillo a single mother and breast cancer survivor, Beauty Bakery was founded in 2011 as a lipstick brand that was vegan, non-toxic, and cruelty-free. Beyonce featured the nascent brand on her website, and Nicole began marketing her lipsticks on Instagram, where it now has 1.2 million—that's M million with an M—followers. Today, Beauty Bakery has raised 10 million from such investors as. Unilever's venture arm, New Voices Fund, which is run by Essence uh, CEO Rich Lou Dennis, and top black execs like Kenneth Chenault, former CEO of American Express. Sean, you're he was you... my
2: Yeah, he was my boss one time. Yeah. I hung out with him in the elevator. We went there up, okay. you go. <laughs> <to brag. laughs> two, two minutes of swag. We went up to the 24th floor together. Me and him just in the and the Vader. All We're right. Chopping it up, Matt.
1: Don't hate well, it. Well, anyway, these types of investments, <laughs> they're making Nicole the rare black woman to raise that level of venture funding. America, she said, America is at an interesting inflection point. Now is the time for everyone to create change and a lasting legacy. I think that's awesome. So congrats and support and, Beauty Bakery. Congrats. And she drives
2: the point home that I always say, you know, social media can be used as a tool, you know, rather than just a place to socialize, you know. And she's taken advantage of that, like 1.2 million followers that she's promoting her lipstick you know, so I think that's great. And another thing I think, Matt, I think she has a shade for you, bro. Huh? I, a shade of lipstick for you. Oh, for you. Well, <laughs> wow.
1: I have no comments. I don't wear makeup. So let's move on to the lady of the crew. Uh, Karen, I know makeup is more your thing, so we'll pass it. Makeup pack. is
0: more my thing. And an interesting thing is that uh, I think this was last year, Beauty Bakery had a little controversy. It wasn't their controversy, but it was a controversy when a much bigger brand um, kind of ripped off their marketing. They have a really specific, oh, and, like, very cute marketing. It's like all bakery kind of stuff. So it looks like, you know, a carton of eggs or whatever. And it was kind of ripped on it. And it kind of blew them up even more because high profile people were weighing in. It was this whole big thing. Everybody's rooting for the underdog. And it's funny because the other brand was also owned by a minority woman. So it was like a very interesting kind of controversy. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're big enough to get ripped off by an even bigger fish, then you you're you're doing okay. True. So that brings us to number three. So the third Black-owned business, and I didn't know that this was a Black-owned business, but I love this brand. It's called Briogeo, and it was founded by a lady named Nancy Twine, who three years into a stint on the commodities desk at Goldman Sachs, exactly like Sean, decided to change her career because her mom had died in a car accident. She had a rethink. She wanted to change her career path. So her mom had been a chemist. Who developed a natural face cream? Her grandmother taught her how to make natural ingredient products, so she was inspired by both of them. Spent weekends and nights researching beauty, and then in 2014, she launched her natural hair care brand called Briogeo, and it targets customers by hair texture. So, you know, most hair care companies will t- will target you by ethnicity, and this was by texture. Um, so you and I can
2: get the same kinds, Sarah? What do you think? So you and I can get the same kind. because so our hair is of, so
0: it's, similar. It's, our exactly. needs are almost the same. <laughs> So um, it was profitable immediately from the start. So she was successful kind of right away. And then her revenues quickly grew to $10 million by the end of 2018, crushing it, launched internationally in 2018, and now is sold on Sephora, it's how I know them, around the world, also online um, through the UK retailer Cult Beauty. And she ended up selling a minority stake in the company to Drunk Elephant Investor VMG last year for an undisclosed sum. And undisclosed sum, as we know, means hella money. (laughs) So she is rich. Good for you, girl.
2: Good. I mean, I love how women are doing their thing. And that shows like a changing of the guard. I mean, I'm sure 20 years ago, we wouldn't have so much women involved in this. So I'm loving black women and women of color just doing their thing and reaching the big M and the big B. Um, Number four for me is another set of women. The McBride Sisters Collection founded by sisters robin mcbride and andrea mcbride john this is interesting for nearly half their lives matt robin and mommy mcbride and andrea mcbride didn't know they existed that's crazy yeah the the half sisters who were coincidentally raised in wine regions in california new zealand how crazy is that respectively met for the first time and we're gonna party like it's 1999 Da, really, da, da. you're, you're <laughs> telling a I great
1: story, and then you, you just took it to an even greater level with your amazing singing. Not,
2: um, but anyway, can you? <laughs> and then six years later, they launched their wine business last year. McBride Sisters Collection nearly sold a hundred thousand cases, putting nice. in the top three percent of the nation's wineries. Today, 90 percent of their staff, Karen, are women, and more than half of our people of color. Up that's, next for them that's is ten percent
0: let fewer women than there should be.
2: Exactly. And they plan on coming out with <laughs> you're so funny. They plan on coming out with spritzers and slated slated for this summer. I mean, that's an amazing story. You just meet somebody that you know that your half sister, and then you're like, you go from beyond the hugs, to cries, and then you're like, let's start a business together. You do wine, I do wine. Oh my god. Let's yeah. open up a winery. And then before you know, we sell 100,000 cases. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, Sean, <laughs> that, that, that one is amazing on so many levels. That's that's a movie. That's ridiculous. That's a, a Lifetime oh, movie or my, something. Oh, my like God. That. Whoever
2: gets the rights, <clears throat> you need to hit us off. Because, yeah. Matt, your movie might just twitched, And you, this is definitely a movie. Wow. Well, so all right.
0: Far, every single one of these is a brand that I would personally love to be in. Like, I want to get rich from that rich guy. I want to have some Beauty Bakery powders on my face. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Don't go. You're twister. killing me. I'm going to need a nice, cool rose <laughs> <laughs> and a little hair care for me. So that brings us to number five. So our fifth spotlighted black business you may or may not know about, and I didn't know about, is called Blavity.
2: (laughs) Hold on a second. You know about all the rest, and you don't know about Blavity?
0: I've never even heard the word. Oh, my God. I didn't even know I was allowed to say that. (laughs) And it's called Blavity. Blavity is an American internet media company and website based in LA created by and for black millennials. So that would be exactly me their mission is to economically and creatively support black millennials across the african diaspora so they can pursue the work they love and change the world in the process interesting i need support blavity was founded by morgan debon who's the ceo and co-founded by jonathan jackson jeff nelson and aaron samuels in 2014 debon Debon, I hope I'm saying that right, Ms. Debon, had worked at Intuit for three years prior, but left to found the new company. Blavity, in case you were wondering, is a combination of the words black and gravity. Oh, now they tell us. Oh, exactly.
2: Okay,
0: inspired by Debon, Debon's experience. If anybody, am I mispronouncing Debon, Debon?
1: We're gonna go with it. I think it sounds, that looks right to me.
0: Debon it is. Debon's experience as an undergraduate at Washington University where she was struck that eating lunch with her few friends at the regular table in the college cafeteria over time attracted more and more Black students, grew kind of a discussion community about everything from politics to pop culture, and it was a kind of intellectual Black gravity, which is also our whole brand, you guys.
1: Oh, I think that's super dope. That That's uh, very uh, aspirational for a lot of the Black creatives out there.
2: Like, look what you can create. So props to them. That's awesome. And I love Blavity, by the way. I'm a regular on Blavity.
0: So what So what does it mean to be a regular on Blavity?
2: I go to their website, read their blogs. You know, I think I've been featured on there, actually. I was featured on it because... A little humble brag. I don't know, no, Interesting, humble brag.
0: Yeah. Interesting fact. <laughs> hey, blog hey, hey. is a combination of black and blog.
2: Wow.
0: wow. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Black History Month, guys.
2: <laughs> so, right. yeah, big up to Blavity.
1: All right, well, cool. Let's move it along to... In our the number six business we're going to spotlight is called the sixes. Isn't that funny? Mm. You see how deep we <laughs> go with it
2: on this show? Like you see the you research that there. we put together you, you, and what we do, the not and you, the sixes. Like you can't do better than that, people. Yeah, you, you can't, can't make see. this stuff up. So it's almost
0: like you switch it around at the last second to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so with the sixes, it's founded by uh, Francie Girard headquartered in New York City. The Sixes is a stylish pants line for women over five feet nine inches. This new venture has been a long time coming for the native New Yorker who had struggled to outfit herself in her six foot one frame since the fourth grade. She had always found it difficult to find clothes that were high quality and fit and represented her style. Um, the Sixes is a culmination of Gerard wanting to, pr- to provide a destination for women who have had experiences similar to herself so big ups to the tall ladies and go go uh, support the
2: sixes if, if you need some stylish clothes and you're I mean, over a very five
0: very Once, specific group of people who one thing I, exactly,
2: <laughs> exactly one thing i love about this business is like it's a niche business and i always say you, you can be a jack of all trades and a master of none you can find like huge rewards and returns on just finding a small niche and then and then accelerating it. Because, yeah, it's a it's a certain client that can she can service. But
0: mm-hmm. I'm sure that
2: client, like she said, was underserved. Right. So they're for an sure. underserved market. We find a way that's just for you. And how special that feel? Because I know like growing up being tall, Karen, you know, sometimes I had my challenges. How would I know? Like if I knew a special place Oh, yes, I'm for Sean. Me,
0: I'm so tall. To be tall and
2: athletic. <laughs> I, just, I, had, I just had <laughs> my issues sometimes finding the right fit and to know that somebody's thinking about me and my physique and my six foot three and a three quarters frame, size 12 shoes, 36 waist pants is like, wow, you're looking out for me. You know, I just but think that's amazing. Funny you should mention that. Dogs. Funny
1: you should mention that, Sean. Didn't you tell us in an earlier episode that your mom would buy you stylish ladies' pants?
2: Sean, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. so, uh, I didn't miss. have front pockets until I was nineteen. <laughs> so right you're now. trying
2: to say I should be going online? I go online i I'm getting upset when I go on that website. Like, I have flashbacks when I was a child, man, Matt. I gave you my two favorite letters in the alphabet. F-U, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you okay, have to go my, there, dog? You had to my, go there with Mama. The I mean, I have... Sean,
0: if it makes you feel any better, my frugal Jewish mother bought me old Italian man Guido tracksuits my whole life so I could throw into them. The baggy so, ones,
2: right? You were like a mob coming off of a mob movie. every. I mean,
0: of... we sure saved money on girl-appropriate clothing my whole life.
2: Hilarious. Never Didn't wear a
0: pair of sweatpants. It didn't have a race car on it.
2: Well, I, at least you had front pockets, Karen. Like, I had to put all my money. Imagine how baggy my, ba- how my back pocket looked with my wallet, you know, <laughs> my collection of car- baseball cards in the back pocket. You know how my back pocket looked? You must have looked her. absolutely thick. And I was thick. <laughs> I <swear. laughs>
0: thick in all the right places.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it flat in the front, Karen. You know how I look, Karen? You don't know. You have no idea. Don't let me go there. Let's go to number seven. Number seven. Forget it. I don't want to go anymore. Number seven is a place that I service like at least three, four times a week, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, you know, we we're able to talk about them. It's, it's Golden Crust. And for all you New Yorkers, I don't know if they go, I think they go a little bit beyond New York. You should all know Golden Crust. Karen, you got to know Golden Crust too, right?
0: I've heard of it. I'm sure I've eaten their Golden yeah. Crust at some point.
2: Yeah, it's a Caribbean bakery, a, fast, a Caribbean fast food restaurant operated and manufacturer of Caribbean cuisine, including Jamaican food, Jamaican patties, which they are known for, and other baked goods. It's founded by Lowell Hawthorne, God rest his soul, he passed away a few years ago, and his family headquartered in NYC. The parent company is owned by the Hawthorne family, and the stores are franchise. It's a franchise, so this is a the franchise rich. owned, yeah, black business, exactly. There are over 100 Golden Crust restaurants operating in 10 US states. The company also distributes food products to retailers, schools, and prisons, and is considered the foremost Jamaican business in the U.S. It's also the only company that makes and distributes nine varieties of Jamaican style patties. Just let me see if, yeah, gone, me see if I can across. name that. Any patty you've come across, that's been amazing. I'm going to try to see patty. if I can name that. They got the spinach one, the veggie one, the beef, spicy beef, chicken, shrimp. I'm at six. Uh, excuse me, I can't go any further than there's three more I'm missing, but I think there's four versions of beef patties. You know so what I think? Like that if,
0: if even if I go so wrong and I end up in prison, I'm still gonna be having some awesome beef patties. My life can go one. that wrong is what this, what I'm taking away from that.
2: <laughs> so yeah, kudos to them. But can you imagine getting those contracts, they're probably wearing easy. So you gotta give credit for them to actually get those contracts and be able to distribute to prisons and so forth. Because those are part of the old network, you know. So to even be able to penetrate that market, right? Congrats to them.
0: Yeah, it's big money for them. All right, so lastly, uh, we have a bit of a favorites list, our favorite Black businesses. Actually, Matt has his favorites, and Sean has his favorites. You know, that favorites, (laughs) Karen? You know, it's all of these that we just talked about. Are Some of them are favorites of mine, but also I think maybe it might be this Black History Month. Maybe a little bit um, tacky for a white person to tell all black people what kind of businesses I want from them. (laughs) I'm going to let the melanin black guys with good credit here (laughs) take over this list. I'm down for all these businesses, by the way. I do have a personal. Okay, I have one favorite and I'll tell you at the very end.
2: All right. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm curious to know what that is. Okay. I'm
0: glad that you're curious.
1: All right, Karen. Well, before I give my favorites, we're going to take a quick sponsor break and we'll be right back. So everyone stay tuned. It's Black History Month. We're breaking down Black businesses that we want you to support and know about. So keep it locked. We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question?
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's
1: plushcare.com slash weightloss. All right, welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. It is Black History Month, and today we are celebrating Black businesses. We are highlighting Black businesses you should know about. And just getting that awareness out, we counted down our top seven. And now we're giving some personal favorites. So I'm going to kick off with a few of my personal faves. So favorite number one, I'm going to give it to an art business that is in Malibu, California. It's called Canvas Malibu. And uh, basically, I know the owners. Actually, you know the owners if you've been listening to our show for a long time, Arlington Forbes and his lovely wife, Jack. Um, Jackie and Arlington started this business over a decade ago where they sell clothing and they sell art. And just... Watching their creative uh, vision come to life. If you go to their store, it's one of the most awesome visual. Like it's an art gallery and it's also a store, and they've really grown it into something super special. It was always dope, but now it's even like it's refined. So support Canvas. Go online if you want to buy some art. If you want to buy some gourmet fancy clothing, they got some stylish clothes. You got to have a little uh, Karen boyfriend budget if you, if you want to buy their clothing, but.
0: A very handsome and successful budget.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's canvasmalibu.com. Great website, great show, very beautiful stuff. And I always try to support them and buy something at least once a quarter. So, you know, just to support my friends. And I love what they have. There's just always something in my wardrobe of Canvas.
1: Awesome. All right. And my second company that I want to highlight on my own personal list, and for, for those of you who You've listened to me uh, break down what I do. I'm a content creator. I work in television and make uh, documentaries and television shows. So there's there's a guy named Kevin Fredericks who has a company called Kev, Kev on stage studios. Um, and over the, during the pandemic, this dude, he's a content creator. He's, he's like a, a, an internet comedian who, who has made amazing content on his own, no budget. And throughout the last year his content has become so well known and so well done that he's got a Netflix deal. He's got deals all over the place that he's just opened up his own studios, kind of like Tyler Perry, but a, a smaller version. But this guy is somebody worthy of supporting. he makes quality content. So I just want to shout him out. It's motivational to watch him grind. Kev On Stage Studios. Look out for him and support his work. It's super quality work. And then the last company I'm going to shout out is my own. Uh, it's called the fresh aesthetic we are a production company and we make television shows documentaries and film and uh yeah check us out and
2: podcast are- matt man you are matt you've become the king of podcasts like i I, <coughs> I know you're a very humble guy but matt is the king of editing he makes his show amazing as to what it is he's a great editor he's very easy to work with he goes with the flow but then you know when he wants to be stern and get across his point he's willing to do so and he's always juggling many different things so also if you're looking to start a new podcast if you're looking somebody edit your podcast you know you need to you need to reach out to matt he's a man
1: all right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to slide, Sean, a $20 bill through the virtual. 20? <laughs> 20? 20, 20 <area. laughs> <20. laughs> better come correct. Inflation? Come all clear. right. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll rework that. But that's those are my three businesses that I wanted to spotlight. So, again, it's Canvas Malibu, it's Kevon Stage Studios, and it's my company, The Fresh Aesthetic. So. I'm going to pass the mic to Sean. Tell us some of your favorite Black-owned businesses.
2: Well, I tried to choose Black-owned businesses that I really make an effort and use on a regular basis, and I love them. You know, yes, I, I knew they're Black-owned, but not all of them I did at the beginning, and I'm just, like, amazed at the, the service and what I get. So the first one I want to mention is, like, is one of my favorite places to go, and it's CrossFit Dean Street. It's owned by two Black gentlemen. Um, and what I love about this show, I, what I would love about crossfit that i go to it's like it's a family and where it's not just all black it's a mix a mixture of all different races men and women all different ages and you go there and you just feel the energy you 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 thrive from the energy of the owners because they're into it and it makes you want to get into it and the way i know everybody companies send out generic emails telling what's going on. when you send out their email you just feel like you're part of something you know and we're all we all have a common goal to be fit and everybody just feels welcome and it's just a really and I've been a person that as you can tell, been working out my entire life. And I just think that this is the best place <laughs> I've <laughs> Oh sorry, yes.
0: We could we could tell right away, yes. That's the been exercising since forever.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I just feel like this is honestly the best environment I've ever worked out in my life. And it's and you know, some of the personal goals I've achieved because of being a crossfitter at this place is I hated long distance running and you know, I went to Canada and you know, quarantine time and COVID time. And I decided just to jog in the mornings and I reached personal goals of jogging like 10 miles in which I would never have done had it not been for CrossFit. And, you know, I've been able to do things that, you know, I didn't think my body could do. So I really, really love, um, Dean Street CrossFit. My second one is, um, Kiki's Pet spawn Boutique. And this is owned by my friend of like, I think almost 25, 30 years, Sarah Nurse. Um, She's in um, Fort Greene, Brooklyn with her pet spa. And I don't know if you know, the pet business is such a hard business because you have these people that love their animals like it's their children or is their children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, any little mistake, they're, you got to hear about it. They're going to blog about you. Mm-hmm. They're going to call you. They're going to complain. Like, she's had, like, to just navigate so much in an environment that is so challenging. And she's been able to to weather the storm and become successful. And it's a 20-year-plus business. I still remember the day she opened up. So, you know, I bring my dog there, my crazy dog for a bath who got kicked out of daycare there. <laughs> crazy dog. But, um, you know, and I know Matt has used Kiki's as well, so I just commend her for, you know, two decades in the business and, and keeping it moving. Um, my number three one, I have format, by the way, so... Oh, okay, that's fine. My number three is um where I where I spend most of my lunch money on, and it's called Ito Fusion, and it's a Caribbean-based vegan restaurant, and, you know, I'm veganish, <laughs> you know. I'm I didn't not 100- know that. I didn't know that right, I'm veganish, not hundred percent commut- committed, nah, you know. I didn't know I may, I, you're may not my, vegan. I may have my cow cheese every now and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um but they, I mean cow cheese is
0: murder, you do know that, right? Yeah.
2: But they make excellent vegan dishes to the point that like I eat them three or four times a week, and I don't, you know, and I and I enjoy them. I look forward to them, and they're, you know, they always give healthy portions. They're always speaking to customers, and they're always nice. Like there's another vegan place I won't mention. I used to go to, and I love it. But the guy's just a, and and he's just arrogant, <laughs> doesn't care. He just knows he does good, great food, and he's just horrible customer service. These guys. You know, you pay $12 and you get to choose like seven different dishes and they pile them on. And you can go eight, you can go nine. They're not stressing you out, you know, of like, oh, you're one over. So, How do you you say their name again? ITAL, brother. I-T-A-L Fusion. So it's a fusion of foods. But are they just new in Brooklyn or
1: just in New York? Yeah, they're just in Brooklyn. They're on Nostrand,
2: Nostrand Street at the junction. But their food is great. And their reviews reflect that. I mean, they have excellent reviews. So... Um, kudos to Eitel Fusion. Sean, and then my la-
1: okay, let me just interrupt. You got any businesses that maybe people can use if they're not in Brooklyn?
2: Oh, I do, Matt. I do. You know I love Brooklyn. I, I'm all Brooklyn all day, but I do, Matt. It's called Nick Nat Direct. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. And, and that's my business, Nick Nat Direct. And we've been around since 2002, and we allow people that live outside the United States to shop on U.S. websites. So my my premise with this pro- with Nick NickNat was that I just wanted to make sure that you know, third world countries have the same access as we do in first world because I want to provide the same services and goods to anywhere in the world. You can, you know, it's like just because you don't live in, you know, first world country doesn't mean you can't have access. So I was make, trying to, and because of that, I was able to partner with great companies like FedEx, American Airlines, Delta, Caribbean Airlines to get goods and services to places that people may not be able to get them to and have access to. And this has been an amazing experience where I've, you know, I have relationships all over the world. There's, there's, there's not many countries I can go to where I can't make a call to somebody like, oh, you're the Nicknat guy, Sean, you here? And then, you know, so it's been a great relationship building. It's been great just doing international business. And I also service local community as well. You can also ship your stuff to my store and I'll send it out to you discounted on major flights. So yeah, kudos to Nat Direct and the owner, Sean Linda. And those right. are my four.
0: So okay, I changed my mind, you guys. I'm 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 going to talk about two black businesses <laughs> because they're in my neighborhood and I love them and I'm going to shout them out on this podcast because I can. So the first one is um. So we have not your
2: not your weed guy. Please don't answer your weed guy.
0: Okay, first of all, I'm my own <laughs> guy, <laughs> and second of I, all, <laughs> I want to
2: mention Jake on the corner.
0: You know? <laughs> okay, first of all, don't knock Jake; Jake's a great guy. And second of all, and everybody's got to support a family. So we had a, an unfortunate issue with our washing machine that last like weeks. And like, you know, I'm like a constant laundry doer and a frequent shower. I just am all about washing things. And so um, <laughs> I had a need, and so I ended up finding this really awesome laundromat in Williamsburg called Celsius. It's like very boutique. It's kind of Bougie and high end. And it was founded by, I believe, Black Sisters. And you go in and you like weigh the weigh your laundry, you do this whole thing, and then you have this whole menu of options of things that they can zhuzh your clothes with like you can add a lavender fragrance and a vinegar rinse and a fluff dry and all this kind of stuff and they fold everything beautifully and deliver it to you. That's
2: so gentrified. That's so a, That's a so bluebird like, <laughs> circling
0: your head and you know you know a, a bird helping you put on your jacket or whatever. It's it really really cute. It's I think
1: I think the zhuzhing is an underrated uh, feature of businesses. Like I appreciate that they give a little zhuzh.
0: Yes, they sprinkle some extra zhuzh on it and I appreciate it because it it's is like a little very tingle
2: when I put my undies on. It.
0: That's right. And i and it was tingling for weeks. And I'll tell you, really, <laughs> it is very gentrify-y. It is. Because it's not strictly necessary to have a laundromat with so many bells and whistles. But it's fun and indulgent. And they do a great job. And everything smells awesome and looks really good. And they go through. So this was, I, I was like, are you guys sure? They go through your laundry. And they read all the tags. And they wash it according to how everything's supposed to be washed. <laughs> so they don't ruin everything. And I love it. And it's expensive, but they did me a solid and washed all my clothes. And I really appreciate that. So it's called Celsius in Williamsburg. And the other one is called BK Lobster. It's this black owned restaurant. They do just lobster stuff.
2: You, BK, BK Lobster? By and hell, I, I can't, love imagine, a a BK I
0: can't imagine you in the line there. I can't imagine you on the line. I know are you we seamless are, it? You but, seamless You seamless
2: it? Yeah, of course. Who are
0: you talking to? I know you we Uber it. You
2: Uber it, Karen. Are you going into BK Lobster? You going to I, BK Lobster?
0: Okay, so first of all, I'll call ahead, and then I'll take an Uber two and a half blocks. Deposit me in front of BK Lobster. <laughs> pick up my, my food. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, they're awesome. So if you're in Williamsburg, they have a couple locations, but BK Lobster is kind of where it's at. So supporting Black Binses. And then my top, my my uh, my number two favorite number one and number two no number one tied for number one favorite black businesses are Nicknat direct and matt's editing matt's business the fresh, <laughs> my
1: aesthetic. Two, fresh
0: <laughs> aesthetic my two favorite black eyes with good credit uh,
2: yeah. these are my favorite is, it, black is businesses. it because big daddy matt and i pay you is a because you that Yes, that's
0: 100% that's why, why that sugar is. Girl? Is that why you
2: like us, Sugar Girl? <laughs> that's, right, take my, care of you?
0: Oh, that's right. It's because my <laughs> latest Zelle payment went through. And <laughs> so I'm all about that, you guys. And I guess I haven't supported the business directly, but I'm here, my very presence here, I feel is supportive. And so I, beque- I bequeath my support unto you.
2: We awesome. loves you, Karen. We <laughs> loves you, man.
1: Wow. All, all right, Sean. As he he goes, <laughs> we loves you, Sean. <laughs> really? All right. Well, Karen. I
0: love you guys too.
1: <laughs> I, I I think. Uh, to, to bring this, the show full circle, I think this is a great Black History Month tribute show to all the Black businesses out there. So uh, r- rewind, play it again. Write these sh- this, these businesses down. Some maybe you can uh, you can use their services, whether or not you're in the cities or not. Some you might have to be in those regions or cities, but definitely do some research and, and support small businesses, support Black businesses, and you know get out there. It's Black History Month. Do your part. As my slogan goes, nothing changes if nothing changes. And that definitely applies to these black businesses. If you want them to thrive and survive, well, we have to support them. So get out there and support. I'm Matt Smith. Two black guys with good credit. And we out.
0: Yeah, right. So I, I'm Karen Mergolis. I'm a third of Two Black Guys of Good Credit. And I co-sign all of this. I love to spend money. I love it so much. Money in, money out. And I always say, it's your money. Spend it all the time is what I say every day. And I do. And I love to support. I love to spend money and feel good, even better about myself by supporting a Black-owned business. So it's an excuse to shop. And I'm all about that. So Go shop for yourself. Get a nice lobster. Get your girl something. Whatever you want. Valentine's Day is coming up. Get
2: the tingle in your undies.
0: Get the tingle in your undies. Get a vinegar rinse <laughs> for your towels or whatever. It's kind of worth it. And the place is really nice and owned by nice people.
1: Hashtag tingle in
2: your undies. All right. Anyway, well. <laughs>
0: this show stays right on the line. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm Sean Linda, the better third of Two Black. I'll say third today. Two Black guys a good credit. And yeah, this show is about to encourage you to support black businesses to continue to do it and help uh, bring back that number up. And, you know, we just showed you examples of things in our community, Black blackness that we support, and hopefully you will think and do the same and make that effort to, to do it to do it ongoing. So as I say every week, your money is your money, keep it in your damn pocket, but come on, put it in some of the black businesses as well. Yeah. Right? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. And I'm out. Later. Yeah. Oh, email us at tbgwgc at gmail.com. That's two black guys with good credit at gmail.com.
0: And I'm out of here. Black guy.